0: Hello, everyone. Good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Bradford Becker. Tonight, we continue in our 22nd season of Red Barn Radio, and we welcome you to show number 829. We're so glad you're with us for this. Touring since 2015, Gold Pine has been lessening the gap between music and the audience by disclosing their stories behind the lyrics at every venue along the way. From Kerrville Folk Fest's main stage and 30A Songwriters Festival to listening rooms throughout the United States, Ben and Cassie Smith have been offering their own brand of raw Americana to audiences large and small. Welcome to Red Barn Radio, Gold Pine.
1: on my mind I got a river a mile wide You call me up on the telephone But you won't
2: And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com.
0: Formerly known as my one and only, tonight's guests reimagined their southern soul, curious, grit, and emotionally honest lyrics into the Americana Act, Gold Having released their self-produced debut LP, one, last year, they're gearing up to deliver their second full-length record, two, which actually released less than a week ago. Having been recent winners of the 2022 Rocky Mountain Songwriter Contest at the Red Lodge Songwriter Festival, Gold Pine continues to stay true to their vision and from the beginning, and they stand out while doing so. Presented the Discovery Award in 2018 by acclaimed music critic, Robert Orman of Music Row Magazine. The duo's bold harmonies are clearly a channel for their highly charged songwriting. We're glad to have you with us. This is a treat for us. Welcome back Gold Pine on Red Barn Radio.
3: I've been walking with my feet in the air I've been finding
1: something righteous up there Something that I never knew before, darling. Naturally, I'm yours. Don't even care if they all understand that I've been flaking out on all my plans. I hear my baby knocking on my door. door. Really? <laughs> I have to go looking.
0: Cassie Wilson, nice to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. And you guys are doing some singing up there. (laughs) I was outside uh, before the program getting a breath of fresh air before we started up here, and I could hear you all in your van working your voices and practicing, you know, warming up. You guys take care of your voices.
3: Yeah, so I had vocal surgery when I was 23, I, I developed two cysts in my left vocal cord. Uh-huh. And so I had to have surgery in, at Vanderbilt. It was quite the process. And I used to sing completely different. And I had to relearn how to speak and relearn how to sing. And I was on vocal rest. And if you know me, I'm a talker. So not talking for like two weeks was really hard. Two but weeks, huh? Two weeks at first because you okay. can't put stitches in your throat. Yeah, and so sure. when you wake up from surgery, you cannot speak at all for two weeks. And then a little by little, you can do so many minutes a day. I had a, a white board I had to carry around and a pen that said, I'm on vocal rest. And I was like, such wow. a loser. Yeah.
0: Did you damage your voice by not caring for it or by singing improperly? So
3: yes, all of those. Mm-hmm. I moved to Nashville when I was about, I was 19 years old, I was about to turn 20. And I, just from over usage, I sang so much, so many nights a week, four hours a night. And I used to just like, want to sing like Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, like Aretha Franklin, all the just wailing songs. And I remember this girl that also sang downtown. She was maybe in her 30s, and I thought she was old. Oh, my gosh. Ha. Anyways, ha-ha. And she was like, you really need to take care of your voice and not be singing like that. And I was like, whatever. What do you know? Yeah, right. She knew a lot. So I blew it out at 20, yeah, 23. But I will say this. After having the surgery, relearning how to speak and sing, my voice is completely different. Like, And I love it now. It has so much character. It sounds like I've smoked my entire life, but I never have. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, that's a very long answer for I do take care of my voice. Now I always warm it up, drink a lot of water, and try to sleep eight hours a night somebody asked me last night they were asking if we had any rituals do i do anything but honestly i probably eat bad food and drink the wrong things so it's nothing else besides water and rest do
0: you remember when it went out yes were you singing yes ah.
3: it was saturday
1: at the conical you were in the back cutting chicks for pay I was counting up some play money Pretending I was answering on your phone We'd lock it up for the night Said you wouldn't be back till Monday morning light And on the way you let me steer While I was on the passenger side See, I've been watching you And I've been thinking it too How all the best parts of me Are my favorite parts of you the sound of your screen door closing Brings me back to a table
3: Overflowing With large elbow mac and cheese Southern boiled pinto
1: beans, All the pots and pans Just a slow can You turned and asked me what I thought I maybe want some unsweet tea to drink. You fill my glass up to the top, and I go and grab the lemon bottle The best parts of me are my favorite parts of you. Are my favorite parts of you are the best parts of me. Are
3: my favorite parts of you? And I still have a break in some places. But I use it to my advantage now. Right. I use it. It doesn't hurt me.
0: That's a big challenge.
3: Yeah. You know, that was when I was 23, and now that I'm 25.
0: Yes, right. Uh, did you grow up in Alabama? You were singing about your mom and, and living down there. Yeah. And,
3: Northern uh, Alabama. I was born in Coleman and then raised in Somerville. Somerville is very small. When I graduated and left and moved to Nashville, I think we had a red light. So we would oh, okay. drive 30 minutes to Walmart, 30 minutes everywhere.
0: Oh, wow. Some nice details in your song about your mom. A lot of food imagery.
3: She was such uh, a good cook.
0: And Right. Did you pick that up from her? Are you also uh, somebody who likes to prepare food?
3: Absolutely not. I love to eat, so I'm, I'm, I'm very good at that. But I don't cook a lick, really. I mean, I can do some air fryer stuff. I can make some pretty good cereal. Ben does the cook-in.
0: Traveling around in a van, that that's one of the things that potentially takes a hit, is nutrition. Not really. So we've got the
4: tour <laughs> van right outside here. It's yep. uh, it's basically your full camper van, right? It's got the bed, the <laughs> fridge, the running water. It's, it's everything. We cook almost all our meals in there in an air fryer. Mm-hmm. And we try to cook, like, ahead of time, so we'll cook a week's worth of food, vegetables and chicken. I I don't cook like a southern person, like Cassie grew up. I'm from Iowa. Pretty plain eater, I would say, meat and vegetables. Lots of corn. That's what we cook. So sometimes we go out to eat, but we're cooking a lot in the van. Land of rolling hills, roll over me and put me on the road. To Gesenny, past the weathered feet on their way somewhere for the clouds bring rain to the African air. Oh God
1: spends his days in
4: And you laid me in the dust And lured me back a lover Who would earn my trust Still I'll never understand Where all those dirt roads lead But oh if we could walk them Then maybe we'd see Oh God
0: Cassie moved to Nashville when she was just out of high school, and you moved to Nashville when? When did you leave Iowa? From Iowa,
4: I went to Minneapolis, and I interned in a recording studio up there. I guess that was my plan B. I I did always want to be a musician artist, but my plan B was audio engineering. So I moved to Minneapolis and... Interned in a recording studio and went to one semester of Bible college. (laughs) Uh And then I moved to Nashville to go to audio production school.
0: So that's why I moved to Nashville back in 2006. Cassie, at that point, how long had you been in Nashville? How did the two of you end up coming together?
3: We met in a suburb of Nashville called Antioch, which is, you know, not far from downtown, not far from the city. It was at a small startup church that was meeting in the cafeteria of a school and I was just visiting the church, and Ben was playing in the praise and worship. It was him and Brother Leroy, both of them, just two of them mm. up there. And I was just visiting, and I saw him, and I thought he was very cute. And I was like, "This is where you're supposed to meet your men at church."
4: It might be better than the bar. I...
3: Maybe. Yeah, a lot I tried than the that bar. too. So, <laughs> but yeah, so we met there, and he was really shy. And so, this is showing my age. I'm not 25. I mispaced him.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. they're all
3: laughing out there, I know.
0: Yeah, right. They don't know what MySpace is.
3: Yeah.
0: And how soon after the two of you met, did you actually start experimenting together with your voices and starting to, to put some songs together?
4: We didn't really do a lot of musical stuff together at the beginning, I would say. Cassie was doing her own country Are- uh career. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah so country she wanted soul, that's what I country it. And I was in audio production Even though I did play guitar and whatnot. So, you know, rarely, like, when you would have a songwriter around or something, I would play guitar for her sometimes when we were dating.
3: Yeah, but you started producing me.
4: That's true, yeah. So, eventually I did produce and engineer a couple of her solo albums. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We didn't
3: become a duo until, like, seven, eight years ago.
4: So the whole, like, working
0: together, like, in this way, Mm -hmm. it was a a slow process. Yeah, Yeah, and how long have you been married? 14, 14 years. Wow, that's a good long time. Yeah. All right, way to go.
1: Drove 900 miles to NYC. Played a hotel bar so we could sleep for free. Cut a record in a Brooklyn warehouse. It was one of a kind, but never they're all sold out. Played a show in Philly on our way back. Made $35 at Connie's Rick Rack. We hit the thrift store in this town Let's pack it all up, and head back south I wish that I was up around the seat belt on, you don't wake up in a Friday once in a while. I told you just 30 more miles. Chatted late to Calumas, you went through strange house to find our room. I hadn't been clean in a couple of days. Turn the water on, put it out. Oh
2: This break, Red Barn Radio, Roots me. Music, Southern Style. We'll be right back.
1: But it looks like a dirty hotel room. Say, I have a rented out that same place, but at a price I could not afford to. to go you live that way cause you know it's a lonely
2: Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style.
4: In the markets of Santa Fe and on the peaks of Colorado.
1: I love him in Sedona, say stars from the top of the van with a cow mariachi band out there on the federal I love her in a queen-sized bed Burning by the TV lights In the middle of a motel mess I love her by the light of the stage And the way she knows everyone's name I love her when she shows out she hides away.
0: So both of you came to this musical partnership as people who could harmonize. Did you learn to harmonize together?
3: I would have to say that I learned to harmonize. I've always been a lead vocalist. Right. And I mean, I remember being a little girl and trying to harmonize to the radio. Like I said, trying. It has never come natural for me. And so it's something that I've always had to work at. I can't just do it like most people can or like, We've been opening for a guy, and we we were supposed to get up and sing a song with him. Well, I had to, like, practice a lot because it's not something that comes natural. So I wish that I could say that I have that gift, but I don't. You Uh, do. uh,
4: Well, I didn't ever have any experience with it at the time that we started singing together. I I didn't sing harmony for anybody ever before that. I learned, too. I think it just comes a little more natural to me than it does to Cassie. Yeah. 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 Thank uh-huh.
3: not
1: just take, it's, it's the bed I, I make, I've been Thing, that's for sure I couldn't live there anymore no well, well that Get your hands on that key. You see what took so long to see. Well, the The truth truth will say.
0: talk about that point that you wanted to sort of lessen the gap between music and the audience by disclosing the stories. Did you get to a point where you felt there was a growing gap where you were singing the stuff that was personal to you but you weren't making that connection with the audience? Is that what you mean? That you you felt like spelling out what is happening, the songs would make people more attuned to the lyric? I don't think that it was something that we felt
4: that we needed to purposely do in repair of something i think it just came natural for both of us to want to make the live show very connecting to the people anybody can go to spotify or listen to a cd and listen to any of these songs well a lot of these songs are playing but the difference in a live show is that and, and what i look for in live shows is hearing what happens between the songs them talking about a little bit of background story it just makes the song come alive to me, and I think to most people. Or even hearing, like, stage banter between the band on stage. Or, like, seeing somebody mess up and, like, drop a drumstick in the back. I just, you don't get that stuff on Spotify. The live show is, is where we shine in that area, I think. So
1: You could wander away And build yourself some time Get a monkey off your back Leave the sorrow on the side You could speak your mind Tell them how you feel Say it all out loud You could give some love Them all a thing far
0: That's an interesting instrument. What's with the sound hole on the top? <laughs> so this is
4: Gibson's newer model. It's the what? I believe it's the G45, and I think it's the first model that Gibson has ever put a sound hole here. Uh, You know, Gibson doesn't like to put pickups or anything in there. They just want to have a jack there and just a natural guitar. But uh, this is kind of, I guess, (laughs) they say so you can hear it better while you're playing. And I don't know, I just like the sound of the guitar. It just really projects.
0: Maybe there is something to the whole This conversation is going to take a whole turn. We're going to talk about golf the rest of the (laughs) program. I know a
4: lot about golf.
0: So your father was a professional golfer? Is a professional golfer.
4: He's a professional golfer. He's been a pro at a course ever since I've been alive. So he has been a pro at a club, (laughs) well, since he was a pro. Yeah. He's been on a few um, tours, like uh, parts of the Nike tour and some senior tour. Uh, But mainly he's teaching at uh golf courses you know every every golf course has a pro yeah. a teaching pro there and runs the course and everything and so that's what he does and he really loves teaching he loves teaching golf and he's really great at it mm-hmm. cassie can attest to that yeah because she uh she recently well in the last four or five years just started playing and, and dad taught her so. yeah and i'm
3: basically a pro now so. Well, yeah, <laughs> basically, right, and Not Not yeah. noun. I'm a right. pro now. No, I remember like straight up. I remember. So his dad's a golf pro. His brother's a golf pro. His mom is really good at golf. And so we have been we were together. Shoot. We've been together 16 and a half years. And they always were trying to get me to golf. And I was like, no, I'm good. I would just ride in the golf cart with our Chihuahua Jackson. And I would just ride around and be like, this is so boring. I hate it. I want to go shopping. <laughs> Maybe four or five years ago finally they just kept on and kept on and they said just just get out here and I was like okay so I jumped off the cart and I was like I'll try it and his dad like jumps off and he's like okay put your shoulders in this way do this put this do this do this do this do this now swing it and I swung, I swing it and I was like whoa and I was hooked ever since yeah it right went far and straight and it was great and so it's not like that every time
1: If I were a bird, I'd look for the scarecrow. There were never other birds there, and I would know. There's nuts and seed and crops to eat. Why else would there be a scarecrow? I used to think he was a real enemy But now he looks just like gathered hay to me Arms out wide day and night He's nothing like I thought that he They all say fear comes from the outside But honestly, it was buried deep Inside of me, somewhere out of sight If I could go back, I would give myself to love There are never any regrets there because to love someone is what we're made of. That's why we can never get enough. I used to think the only thing it brought was grief. But I was just afraid of what I imagined it to be It's arms a wide spring of love
5: If only I knew
1: love could set me free
2: They all
1: say Fear comes from the outside, but But honestly, it was buried deep inside of me, somewhere out of sight.
0: How is it that you happen to end up in Rwanda of all places
4: well Cassie actually took the first trip to Rwanda without me
3: well for me like every like when I was a little girl like my dream vacation was to go to Africa like I remember that I, I had a pen pal I don't know if they made y'all do that in school but I had a pen pal that lived in Kenya and I just remember always seeing pictures and everything, and I was like, one day, one day I want to go to Africa. That's all I want to do. And then when you would like fill out applications or any kind of questionnaires, and it's like, where is your dream vacation? I would always say Africa. Then this opportunity came forth, and it was, Ben was running sound at the listening room in Nashville, and the owner's girlfriend came in and was talking to Ben about this organization called, at that time, Visiting Orphans. She was part of the staff. And she said, I'm taking a team over, but it's a music mission trip. And we're taking like music leaders, music pastors and stuff like that. And Ben was like, well, I think that's something my wife would really be interested in. So I was the only artist that went and it was amazing. So that's initially how we got there. Now, keep in mind as a little girl, I wanted to go on vacation in Africa and probably like South Africa. So Uh, this is a completely uh different thing and i knew what i was getting into and i wanted to be a part of it but it's funny how like god puts that desire in your heart as a child as something for you and then all these years later i end up going but not for the reason that i initially wanted to go and since then we've been seven times it focused
4: on orphanages and so we were able to see the same kids like every year and at least somewhat, build a relationship with these kids. I mean, we're still in contact with a lot of these kids, and we sponsor one. And that sponsorship program ended up, for that particular orphanage that I'm talking about, ended up getting all the kids Mm -hmm. in that orphanage sponsored. So 300 kids got sponsored to go to private boarding school. It's just amazing how someone with an idea of, oh, there's no sponsorship program here at this orphanage. I'm going to create one. That's what a couple did, just like us. And 300 kids are sponsored and have a huge chance at a successful life now compared to what they would have had. Yeah. So I love it when people do their roles in life. Everybody has a different role, you know? And those people played their role, and it's a beautiful thing when that stuff happens. Hmm.
1: When I get to heaven I'm gonna climb the tallest tree I'm gonna stand upon the clouds Just so I can see I'm gonna lay my head down Right on top of your chest I'm gonna sleep for five days straight I won't be worth nothing else it on the line I've, I've got, got my, my affairs in, in order And Jesus on the main line, line. table Tell him what you want Jesus Jesus. on the main line Tell him what you want Jesus Jesus. on the main line Tell him what you want Cut him off and tell him what you want
2: Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps.
0: There are many people to thank for our program, First Gold Pine, our guest this evening. We're ever grateful for our volunteers and staff who make our production happen each and every week. We want to thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on social media, and, of course, those of you listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information. On our guests in our program, we're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Before we close out tonight's program, let's bring back Gold Pine to do one more tune.
1: when they